with the lockdown, and yes, there is a lockdown that is uh, back on, it looks like we might be heading for, uh, dare I say it, another toilet paper shortage. But here's the deal. It's going to cost you more than during the first wave when it comes to uh, buying and stocking up and or hoarding toilet paper. And here with the details is our personal finance expert, Rabina Ahmed Hawk. She joins us now here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Rabina, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jeff. All right, what is up with the TP, Rabina? <laughs> well, it's not just the TP this time. Uh, Kimberly Clark, a company that makes not just toilet paper, but also Kleenex and diapers and feminine products and uh, adult diapers as well. They're saying that their costs have increased over the last year, their uh, their commodity costs. So pulp, the cost of pulp has gone up, what they use to make these products. And they're warning their customers uh, that going into the summer, their prices are also going to reflect those increased costs up to uh, what they're saying, single to high single digits. So that means it could be, you know, toilet paper could be costing you 9% more come June. Diapers could be costing you 9% more come June. Um, and this couldn't come at a worse time. I mean, these are staples. How can you tell a family they can't buy toilet paper or diapers or, or feminine hygiene products? Um, these are things that we cannot go without, many of us. And uh, the fact that the cost is going up, we're still in the middle of pandemic. Um, it's frustrating, especially when you look at how much money they made last year. Well, you know, it's an interesting point you raise about affordability because, you know, a 9% increase, 10% increase, let's call it, on a toilet paper, other uh, paper uh, products. I mean, that adds up really quickly because you're right. A lot of those products are essentials and it's just not uh, paper, right? I mean, I'm hearing from people about all kinds of different things like, you know, people that are looking, you know, so many have done something to their uh, homes uh, last summer and looking to do the same into this summer. And, and lumber, the, the price of lumber and wood is through the roof. Yeah, so all of these commodity costs, when they go up, they increase the price of everything that, you know, when you do a renovation in your home, when you buy a product that uses that commodity to, to, to have it produced. And that is always downloaded onto the customer. I mean, Kimberly Clark last year uh, made 20, almost $20 billion in their own annual statement. They said that their sales are up, up 6%. And their expectation was that in 2021, that they were going to, again, increase sales by 6%. So these big companies continue to make money off of products that are essential in our lives. We cannot live without them. But instead of giving that back to the customer, where last year, I mean, anybody who made toilet paper made a killing last year instead of you know giving that back to the customer they're saying oh no our cost of producing this product has gone up so you consumer you customer have to now dig even deeper into your household budget to pay for these items all right have there been the charges of a uh, price gouging uh, level against uh, kimberly clark and some others rubina no, I, I don't know if the price gouging is the, the words that I would use, but I mean, obviously people are very upset about the fact that, um, you know, their cost of essentials could go up by up to 9%. And this, Jeff, comes also when uh, we already know that food costs in general, the Canada Food Report that came out at the beginning of the year, talked about how costs for meat and vegetables and bakery goods in particular could go up by up to 6%. So generally speaking, we're looking at a higher and higher bill when we go into the grocery store. Um, and, you know, we waste a lot of the food that we buy. So this is a good reminder that, you know, be a little bit more mindful when you're in the grocery store because you're paying more for those items. So the worst thing you can do is 
buy that item at a higher cost and then go home and waste it. I know it's really hard to waste toilet paper, I guess, but especially when it comes to food items, we do end up, you know, throwing a lot in the garbage because we let, let it go bad in the fridge or we put too much on our plate. So be mindful when you are buying food that you're not buying too much, that at least in that very, very um, uh, micro way, you can save money on your on your grocery bill. Yeah, and I have a feeling, I mean, uh, when it comes to economy, uh, we always talk about the, the law of supply and demand, and you and I just uh, talking about this uh, here could further increase uh, demand, right? All of a sudden, the consumers get uh, worried that, uh, once again, there's not going to be enough toilet paper, or there's not going to be enough, uh, you know, whatever food item uh, they really enjoy uh, in the store. They start stocking up, they start hoarding this, all of a sudden, you know, demand is through the roof, supply is already tough, and it's going to further increase and drive up prices. Yeah, and anyone listening to this conversation right now or reading the news about toilet paper costs going up may go and stock up just because of that news and say, well, if prices are going up in June, let me stock up for at least a year so that at least I don't have to deal with these higher prices until next year when my when my supply runs out. So in and of itself, that's going to create more demand. It's going to stress people out if they go and they see empty shelves. Uh, you know, the pandemic has really created a, a situation where we are driven by fear. So all we have, you know, fear of people not being vaccinated, fear of the vaccines, fear of certain supplies running out. So stories like this then again drive fear. And then when you go into the grocery store and you see not only higher cost of items, but then shelves empty, that, you know, automatically you go into sort of this this um, this protective mode where I've got to protect my family. I've got to buy as much as I can and keep it in my home. And that really hurts other families because then they don't have those products they can bring into their home and when it's back on the shelves it's at an increased price all right so it's costing more for a supply demand is going up do we have any idea just how much more family expenses might be driven up here in 2021 well, the pandemic has definitely driven prices up um, because they're had, like we've been talking about, people have been hoarding certain kinds of items. You know, we talked last week about the Suez Canal. That was a blip, but it definitely is going to affect um, our ability to get certain products that come from Asia specifically uh, because they come through that canal. The backlog is still being dealt with. And so it's going to be slower to get here. Then the containers will take longer to go back to get refilled. And then on top of it, people have been ordering more and more online. And in many of those purchases, those online purchases, do come from Asia, South Asia. So there's already more of a demand on those products. You know, my best advice to anybody who's spending money right now, you talked a little bit about small businesses in the in the intro, is that if you can't afford to buy items from small businesses because they're created here, they keep the money in the Canadian economy, they help our small businesses that are suffering even more so now that we're into this new four-week lockdown. Um, and you can, you know, you can you have a little bit more comfort knowing that that product's going to be on the shelves. Um, when you buy online, uh, yes, it may be more convenient, but you may be getting a product from somewhere else entirely in the world. You're not helping a Canadian company. You're helping a multi, you know, uh, some international company like Kim Kimberly Clark. Um, and in the end, that, that hurts us more than anything else. All right. And just finally, would a good piece of advice be do your due diligence here uh, more than ever? Uh, look for deals, look for sales, uh, online coupons, that sort of thing. Yeah, so as chance would have it, today I did a money tip video for Global News uh, uh, Television, and it's on Twitter. You can just take a look at it. So I have four tips, which I can share with you. One is make a list before you go to the grocery store. Studies show we spend about 25% less when we shop with a list. Uh, shop the flyers. The items that are in the flyer are at the deepest discount, so you're going to get the best deal on it. Don't waste 
because we throw away about 25% of the food that we buy and we spend about $10,000 a year on food a year, family of four that is, so that you can, you can imagine what a huge savings is. So if you can just do those few things, uh, you can put, you know, maybe a thousand dollars back into your pocket and meal plan on Sunday night, sit down and say, what am I going to make this week for my family, mom and dad, and look at the fridge to make sure you're not buying something you already have. All those little habits that you can change immediately, all those little things that you can do in your life immediately uh, by making it to a habit is what I mean to say, um, really will save you a lot of money uh, in the long run. Yeah, I am such a fan of uh, batch cooking, right? I mean, I've done that the last couple of uh, years on uh, Sunday nights and I've come to really know just uh, how much food I consume uh, Monday uh, through Friday. And plus, it's great just to have that on hand in the fridge because uh, then you go home, you don't really have to cook as much as you just reheat and away you go. And yeah, you're not wasting uh, as much food as you used to. Yeah, and if you're like me, Jeff, I'm a, not a huge fan of batch cooking. I don't like eating the same thing w- more than twice. Uh, but what I do do is I do a lot of prep. So I bring everything home. I chop it. I put it in like, you know, airtight containers. So it's really easy to make something so that you don't go to the takeout menu when you're feeling hungry. You don't eat something quick and easy, like something that's usually pretty bad for you, like a bag of chips or something when you're hungry. You're like, oh, the, it's already, the vegetables are already julienne. The chicken is already cubed. I can quickly make a stir fry. So whatever works in your life to make your week easier and help you save money, do it. Um, and usually Sunday afternoon is the perfect time for most of us because we're not working and we've got a little bit of free time on our hands. By the way, I didn't say the batch cooking was stopping me from eating potato chips. Just <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the word batch that turns yeah. me off. I just think of like a big cauldron of food that, you know, I think if we had to, we have to rename batch cooking to something else. I don't know, uh, weekly cooking or something. Make it sound a little bit more appetizing. <laughs> we will work on that. Uh, Rubina, yes. great stuff as always. Thanks so much. Thanks, Jeff. Personal finance expert, Rabina Ahmed-Hawk with us.